Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Now let's bring in a man who may or may not have a take on that, but he's always got spicy hot takes on ACC hoops and other things. Joe Ovius, Triangle Media Influencer, the Ovius and Gilio podcast. They make great merch. I've seen it online. He's back with us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. What's up, Joe Ovius? How you been? Breakingtea.com slash OG. Go get your throwback merch right now. I'm actually doing my best Daytona 500 impression being a spotter for my 15-year-old on a learner's permit on I-95. We managed that Terrible stretch of I-95 through Florence Ooh. as we're coming back from Charleston, South Carolina for a hockey trip. So if you hear me yelling like, hey, man, get over, turn signal, blah, 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 that's why. That's why. Where, where do you play at, like the North Charleston Civic Center? Where do you play? Yeah, it was uh, it was the uh, the Ice Palace there in North Charleston. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you know, a bunch of, uh, in fact, uh, I, I, saw, I saw Bill Rosinski there uh, because uh, his grandkid plays for one of the Charlotte area uh, youth hockey squads caught up with him for a little bit. And uh, yeah, man, it's always a good time watching junior hockey. No, it's a great spot. I know it well. All right, good, man. It's, it's good to have you back here. Um, I mean, do you want to weigh in on the NBA All-Star game or should we move on to the ACC? Uh, I'll say this about the All-Star game because I know this is this has been a thing that you've railed against in the past. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's Anchorman. We've been coming to the same party yes, uh, yes. year after year. No Acknowledged. Way, that's depressing. Acknowledged. You don't have to. You don't have to watch it. You know that, right? No, you're right. I don't. And um, th- and I started last night just not watching it. You're right. That is my new mo moving forward. I, yeah. I can't like, wait for the. Have, you don't have to watch it. No, no you don't I, have to watch I, it on nights where I know there's not something on that I need to watch or I don't care to watch. I've actually started to watch The Sopranos for the first time ever. Ever? Uh, I figured. I, fi- I figured 25 years after it debuted, I'd finally get around to The Sopranos. That's what I'm doing right now. Good for you. That, it's a great choice. But can I just say the one thing? Because you're right. I'm acknowledging all of it, Joe. I'm acknowledging that I'm getting older, that things change, yeah. that you know I age out of things. Like I, I am trying to be at least acknowledging that you know I understand what's happening here. But man, when you grew up on it like we did, and you saw it, like we have verifiable evidence that, hey, Stefan Marbury and AI, MJ and Kobe, Kobe and LeBron, like these guys used to go at it in the NBA All-Star game. And now, you know, players are outright saying, yeah, we, we just, we're not going to compete. We, this is like a vacation for us. I, I mean, shouldn't they scrap it at this point? Um, Yeah, they, they should probably scrap all sorts of All-Star events. The All-Star, All-Star events are kind of weird for me because they're good for the cities, right? Um, you know, when Charlotte has an All-Star event, it's a party. Right, you got right. people in town. It, it's a big, you know, it's putting your city on. When Raleigh hosted the NHL All Star Game back in what 2010 or 2011, um, that was again same thing. You know, it's, it's putting on for the city. Slow down. You got it's this, you got a speed limit of where are we now? 60. So slow down, please. Anyway, <laughs> so um, I wasn't kidding, guys. That's anyway, awesome. this is so awesome. So, so the thing is, if you look at it from the perspective of what is the all-star game for? You just kind of nailed on it. You were a kid, and you enjoyed it. And if you were super into the sport as a kid, this was your one opportunity to see all your favorite players or recognizable yep. players in one place. Cool. And you just left it at that. After that, we sort of romanticized what these events are. I think the baseball all-star game is the same way, too. When I was a kid, I was very into baseball, and I always wanted to go to all-star game because I thought it was unique to see everybody on the same field at once. But then I got older, and priorities change but as long as the kids still like it then that's all that matters you know when we hosted we're a year removed from carter finley stadium hosting the stadium series game right 
that's actually the direction that a lot of these pro sports should be going in that you should be doing something different with the event. So I like your idea of the in-season tournament, not necessarily because of the money, but you have to put some stakes on the line. Yeah. Or it's something that's so novel and unique that you're bringing a bunch of people there for the spectacle of it. And I think the All-Star Game, they thought that the spectacle was going to be an LED court, right? Not going to lie. That was kind of cool to see, you know, a, a glowing ball for the slam dunk contest. You know, Steph Curry, and I used to, I, I, I can't pronounce her name. I always mess up her name. Sabrina Ionescu. Ionescu, thank you. Like, that's cool, right? Those are the things that probably should be focused on. The game itself has to be rethought, and that, that's the same. You could, be, you could say that about the NHL, Major League Baseball. NFL and the NBA. It's not just the NBA. I'm with you, and I appreciate you commenting on that, but I also wanted to set it up because I think there's something else Adam Silver said that uh, I really want to know your thoughts on. You probably know what I'm getting to here. Adam Silver said over the weekend that uh, because of NIL and college basketball, that the days of G League Ignite may be numbered. He said basically that NIL and college athletics may have solved the issue they were looking to address, and he's basically looking at college basketball and saying, well, hey, if you guys are going to pay them, then I guess we don't need to do anything. No, no, he's absolutely right. And, you know, it's probably better for the NBA and it's better for college basketball if players stick around longer like they do in college football. Now, I don't want to get into the merits of whether this is good or bad and players should have the right to go directly to the NBA or players should have the right to go directly to the NFL. I'm looking at this strictly from the lens of what is good for business, okay? What is good for your sport and your league? The NFL has it figured out with a glorified minor league in college football because you've seen quarterbacks for a couple years. There's enough tape. There's enough notoriety so that when it gets to draft season, what are we doing for three months, right? We're talking about we're hope trafficking, and that's, you know, that, that, that's going to keep things going throughout the offseason. You know, once players are going directly to the NBA, they, we didn't know what the product was, and not everybody's LeBron James. Okay, not everybody is Victor Wembanyama who could just kind of come out and be the spectacle. So it would be good if players stuck around for a couple of years, you know, win a tournament, make their name in the NCAA tournament like Steph Curry did, right? And then they can go to the NBA as, a, as an established guy. You know, I think it happened in Charlotte, right? Not that I spend that much time thinking about the Hornets, but like it was weird. In college, Brandon Miller was a known commodity who played in high-stakes games, yet Charlotte Hornets fans didn't want him. Mm-hmm. because it was a known thing. I'm sorry, but I would rather take a player who has played in high-stakes events, high-stake rivalry games. I would rather take somebody that goes through Duke and Carolina and plays in those environments than somebody that never really did. And that's the one thing about the G League Ignite, Overtime Elite. There's no stakes. It's a content farm. They're there to create Instagram reels. They're there to create TikToks. That's all it is. And if you read any story or look at any feature of guys who have gone through that, it's really not about basketball. I mean, it's fine. I mean, it is what it is about your brand. But if you want to be about basketball, college still is the best place to do it. And honestly, if you let's put yourself back in that situation. Let's, let's say you're 16, 17 years old, Kyle. Would you rather be the big dog on campus like a Jared McCain at Duke or Zion when he was the thing at Duke a few years ago? Or look at Armando Baycott. He's in a much better situation now. Rather than toiling away in Europe or toiling away on a G League squad, 
He's a big man on campus to Carolina making money. Yep. So I think it's better for everybody in this situation and probably better for the NBA that they do stick to college. Couldn't agree more. Joe Ovius, Ovius and Gilio podcast, Triangle Media influencer with us as he uh, chaperones his son. They're driving right now with a learner's permit, and it's uh, it's awesome radio. It's, it's life or death stuff here on the radio right now with Joe Ovius. Um, bigger win on Saturday, Duke in Tallahassee or Carolina holding off Virginia Tech? Ooh, man. Um yeah, man. Oh, man, this I don't really know what to make of either team right now. Yep. So let's let's look at these two teams individually, and then we can get to the answer. Uh, I think I think Carolina's slump, Caleb. You can speed up. You're going way below the speed limit now. So let's go. What are we at now? Yeah, we're at okay. Keep it at seventy. And that means ups and downs. It's fine. It's fine. He's learning. You're good, He's Caleb. Learning. Just relax, He's big learning. guy. Big, just learning. relax. Do your best. Yeah, and he's actually learning about being distracted while driving while he's got his dad yelling next to him. It's a good lesson. Uh, in, our little, in my little Honda Civic. Anyway, so here's the thing about Carolina. I did not make a big deal out of them losing three of their last five games going into that Virginia Tech game. Uh, because every single one of those games could be explained, right? You know, in the, in the loss of Georgia Tech, they didn't make free throws. Uh, free throw awareness month started early for the Tar Heels. They missed half their free throws, and it still came down to a final two-shot sequence where Georgia Tech's guy made the circus shot and R.J. Davis wasn't able to do it, right? And then you got the Duke game, which everybody, you know, including me, went, all right, clearly you are the top dog in the ACC. The Clemson loss was a classic hangover. Armando Bacot, to his credit, called his own team out for not having good practice on Monday, showing up late on Tuesday ahead of that game, and Clemson being hungry for an NCAA tournament bid. They needed a win like that. They took advantage of the hangover. You then follow it up with the loss to Syracuse. When you go look at the statistical anomaly of what Syracuse did in that game, where they shot at like 60-plus percent, something that hadn't been done since 1997 when Dean Smith retired, all right? So these are things that I think can be explained. I think there's way too much college football vacation when it comes to college basketball where we're looking at every game as some sort of referendum as to whether this team is good or not. It's a long season, man, with college kids. You're going to have some ups and downs. The only thing I would caution about the win against Virginia Tech, yes, Armando Baycock got fed the ball. Yes, they dropped 90-some-odd points. But this Carolina team, identity is defense. And I don't – the one concern I would have them is that they have not consistently played to the level of defense we know they are capable of. Now, is that us overvaluing their defense? And now we've seen this kind of regression to the mean that we saw earlier in the year, right, when they had to beat Tennessee with 100 points. I don't know. I think that remains to be seen. Now, Duke. Duke's tough, man. Duke's tough to talk about. Caleb, 70. You're going 60. Come on, 70. Anyway, Duke's <laughs> tough to talk about because they have not had a complete team like all year, man. Tyrese Proctor's out in concussion protocol. Uh, I don't know Kyle Filipowski's total health coming off an off-season hip surgery. He's constantly nursing his ankle. He's powering through something that I'm sure we'll find out about later in the off-season, right? Uh, so they've not had a complete team yet. They're finding kind of like grimy, slug-it-out kind of games to win. It's not pretty, but I do think that the way they've been getting through this uh, stretch of games, having lost to North Carolina, has actually benefited them, and you've seen the freshmen truly step up and shine like Jared McCain. Joe Giglio, my co-host, likes to talk about who's the bus driver, right? We always thought that Kyle Filipowski was that guy. Kyle Filipowski has not consistently been that guy. 
But if Jared McCain can take over the way he's done the last four games, and then Tyrese Proctor can come in and really hold it down defensively, I do like Duke's chances, and I'm really, really curious to see when they get Carolina again at the end of the season at Cameron Indoor. All right, now given that the ESPN uh, Industrial Complex would like to keep as many ACC teams out of this tournament as possible, uh, and we assume it's a two-bid league, did NC State's win over... I'm sorry. Did NC State's win over Clemson on Saturday? What did it do to further State's tournament odds? I mean, it just – it didn't completely gut their chances, right? Like, with, with, with State, man, it's a game to game. Like, I've given up trying to make large proclamations about the Wolfpack. I really have. You know, earlier this season when they beat Wake Forest and, and, and at home and – Kevin Keats was talking about how he was tired of this blank and he wants some respect. Nobody's talking about this team. Look at their record in the ACC. And then what they, what they do after that, right? They, they just kind of sputtered along. So I'm done making proclamations about the Wolfpack. It's a game-by-game basis for them. They got a, they got a up-and-down Syracuse team on Tuesday at PNC Arena. And I think that's probably the frustration with state fans is that there's nothing about this Wolfpack squad year-to-year that separates them from the glut of teams in the ACC, right? Um, and State fans want more than that. They, they, and I don't blame them for wanting more than that. I really don't. Um, so I wish Kevin Keats could just find more consistency with his program year in, year out, and help game to game, man. But when you, live up, when you live at the transfer portal, and by the way, Steve Forbes deals with this a little bit at Wake Forest as well. When you live at the transfer portal like they do, um, you, you, you have to find a different hook. And unfortunately for NC State, they just don't have that different hook. And it's frustrating state fans. All right. I'm going to let you get back to being a good dad and uh, good luck and Godspeed. We're going to have you back soon to talk some Canes hockey, brother. Tell Caleb beautifully done. Yeah, I can tell you what. Usually when I'm driving, I like to see the Google map distance, uh, the time to uh, the time to target, you know, get shorter and shorter because I make it up on that speed. Yep. Yeah, it's actually got slower than that. So that's all, you know I what? Think we've, we've added time, but that's fine. He's driving safe. That's hey, all that matters. Well done. I want him to hear this. Caleb, well done. Well done, my man. Yeah. Kyle says good job. All right. I love it. Joe Ovius, way to be a good we dad. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you all soon. Right, later, man.